You smell funny. I'm a real fish nut. I really like fish. Now it's Flats Mafia, powered by Auto Styles and Oldsmar on 102.5 The Bone. Good morning, Flats Mafia Radio 102.5 The Bone. I'm your host, Captain Bubba Ben Court, in the house with the one and only James Garrison, aka Dad, and the one and only Big Hoss, Justin LaFaro. So, hey, how's it going, man? Great enthusiasm. Love it. A lot of energy. A lot of energy here on the right side of this Stop. table. Here. Yeah, there he is. All right, all right. Uh, for you sure. folks out there, sure. uh, I know you're doing your thing. We got a great show for you guys today going over a lot of redfish. Uh, us as a group of Flats Mafia, we uh, went out in two boats this week in the bay and did some serious damage. Uh, we got some boat, boat show info coming up. Later on in the show, as well as the Calusa bait report coming second segment. But we're going to go ahead which and... Is, which is vital. Which is vital. Because... So what we did um, two days. It is. And we'll get into that. Thinking that your greenback is your number one choice of bait right now. And uh, we're here to tell you it's not. So we'll get into that second segment. We're going to jump right into to the redfish bite. We... As Flats Mafia, we're supposed to leave Monday night, head to Louisiana, and go film another episode in Louisiana with our buddy Randall Shaw. Justin gets a phone call from Randall Shaw saying, hey, bud, they're making me leave. Probably not a good idea. You guys come. They made him leave? I I mean, well, they had a mandatory evacuation. Yeah, well, it's a okay. mandatory evacuation. So, yeah. You know, so. Yes, I, they made him leave. It, you know, watching the storm, it wasn't, gonna, it wasn't looking good. And actually, Louisiana... Monty did a little bit better than everyone else did because that storm actually veered a little bit more to the right. Pensacola, Blazer, I heard they didn't do too well either. No, they had, uh, had some, um, they don't have power still, I don't think. So, yeah, they, I, saw, I saw a big storm they surge. They had boats floating around in the, they put them in on, the warehouse. They put them all inside, <laughs> I guess. It's, uh, that's a not, not that I'm meant to laugh at. Not, not a great thing. No. no. Just figure but boats floating around. All, all I could think about was if us, if we left Monday night, I'm riding with the ginger. I know how he drives with a boat behind his truck in the wind and rain. And now he's got a new big 250. He, I know he's going to do what he normally does, 95, the whole way there. And I was just thinking about more of the ride on how nervous Greg was going to be because I've been in the car with Greg getting nervous with Je- Jeff driving and it just makes for like a real unsubtle, just not a really good feeling. So we we came up with the idea, look, we're not going. Change of plans. Everyone already had off work. You were put in off for work. You know, there's nothing we can do about it. Mother nature is mother nature. And Sally, she was quite the doozy of a hurricane. She was. So... We talk, me and James first talk, all right, we're going fishing. We're going fishing on Tuesday. Then, you know, that somebody, gets... Somebody caught wind of it. Yeah, West Coast caught wind of it. Halsey, Jeff, before we knew it, you know, Mick just happens to get lucky because every day he's off his Tuesdays and Wednesdays, so he just fell into play. And then now it turned into a two-boat deal, and uh, which going into that day, we had we had plans of, oh, but we might... Let's we're gonna we might as well leave and let's go to Home Assassin, spend three days in Home Assassin, make a trip out of it. And we actually everyone that we talked to was on board. Everybody was on board for that. Yes. We said let's just discuss it when that time comes. Well, <laughs> let's just say we ran into some redfish 
that actually changed our mind and changed the decision that we made because we pretty much everyone in this room has had an epic redfish bite in their lives already. Those last two days can easily be part of now a new epic redfish bite. Yeah, I give it top five. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Up for me was top. Five. Yeah, well, I mean. Now, going into that, we started our day off on, on Tuesday. You guys went one way. We went another way. We actually, you know, we got into some reds, about, you know, about seven, eight reds in the morning. Nothing of any crazy size. But later on in the day, James was James wanted to fish that tide. Every time I talked to James, he said, man, let's fish. Let's fish the outgoing. Let's wait till that water leaves. And I said, well, if we got to plenty of time let's just go we'll make it all day or we don't do all dares all the time so we went and it ended up working out in favor for us or more you guys to start off when y'all really got on the heater and we were literally on the other side of the mangroves as you guys go live could could you guys hear us over there yes did you hear me one time i went we heard you a lot i think once you guys moved started well we never yeah well we never well we started we're about midway through that mangrove line. So, yeah, I started hearing you guys. And then little by little, the Facebook uh, live pops up. And But the, at the same time, me and Jeff and, and Mikel are smashing them. We're doing good, too. It's like we're literally probably 100, maybe 50 to 80 yards away from each other. And on the other side of the mangroves, you guys are crushing them. Now, I would have to say this. The bite that you guys had on the other side of that mangrove line was one after another, after another, I mean, it was insane. It's one of those bites that you just can't believe it. You know, you start getting a little cocky, like you grab your bait, throw it in there, ready? Three, two, one. Oh yeah, you can do that a lot. Yeah, and and then it was it was fun to see that Jeff catches a fish on day two, and all he says, "Hey, wait a minute, let me see that fish." He starts going through the fish. He goes, "Yep, I caught that fish yesterday. Had a messed up dorsal fin." Gill plate was the messed whole, up. The whole side of that fish was messed yeah. up. Yeah, and those fish were eating aggressively, mm-hmm. you know. So day one was awesome on both boats. And then finally when we came inside where you guys were at, that's when, you know, I know you guys didn't really want us in there. <laughs> I, I know you didn't because you guys, you, guys, you guys kept saying, yeah, we called you over. You could know you didn't call us. We called you, and then you finally let us in there. And I know it was tight quarters. It was tight quarters. It was tough to work, but, you know. But here's the problem, okay? The the fish were eating in a 20-yard span that had a curve on it. Right? Am I wrong here? No. That's that's about correct. That's all you got between five people, six people on the second day. Six people casting casting in the same 20-yard span. And it's not 20-yard long ways. It's curved. So it was tight. room. It was tight. My first fish I hooked when we finally got caught in there, my first bait in the water ended up breaking off because it got thrown all the way through your uh, trolling motor. And, and and that's the thing. When you get tight like that with two boats, it's now it's not the hard part, especially if you're using the meat cleaver, because that was the key on day two. We were using the lighter uh, fish, Gerald Rod, and then we moved over to the heavier one. And that changed the game, getting the fish out of the trees. But when you're tight like that and you have two boats next to each other and you start brilling a fish in and that fish makes that last dart, he goes left or right, wherever, but whatever boat you're on, then you got to worry about the trolling motor and worry about all this. 
then you also have to worry about two guys on your boat that don't care if you catch a fish or land it because these guys are so I, I fish with no, the selfish crew. You're absolutely the only reason that Jeff touched that. That he touched that net and helped you because I was live on, on camera. On camera. They saying, did Look, not care. None of your boys are helping you right now. That's the only he's, he finally they, helped I, you out. I took pictures of them. <laughs> like, bro, I ended up being I was I was matter of fact, I filled in for Greg then. Because I was taking pictures, filming, doing all this stuff. Jeff don't even left his beautiful Wally World net on the on the in the truck day one. But he brought it day two. And I don't care if it's twelve dollars or not, that net put the fish in the boat. And I'm glad you had that net, Jeff. Look, it's just like when he's at Pappy's, he'll step on you to make sure he can get the right cast and get his. Get it's it's so it's crazy because you have to beg for help when you're fishing with them too. Because yeah, I understand you're on a heater. You want to catch another fish. You want to catch another fish. You get on that heater and you get caught up in the moment. But I mean, bro, just help me get the fish in the boat. Yeah, and then you can go on your way. Yeah, and Mick, Mick's like, oh yeah. Hey, get the net, get the net, get the net. I'm like, Mick, when the thing's under 25, you got to flip them in. You got to bass them right in. And it just got to the point where, luckily, day two, I'm glad we did have the net, which made the big difference. And I'm glad you had your big net because I think you actually I netted, a couple netted two or three fish at one time, Yeah, which was cool to see. And, you know, these fish, I would say probably the smallest fish, would you say 26, 27 maybe? In that area, did you catch anything small? Did y'all catch probably twenty five? Twenty five, yeah, yeah here and there. But a consistent yeah. between about twenty eight to about thirty one, I would say the majority of these fish are. Yeah, yeah. the first day there wasn't any in probably the twenty five rings. They were all that tanks. I, that I saw. All tanks. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, 30, and that's, they're all 30, 30, 31, 32. And that's what I kind of got from y'all that they were bigger fish. Now the the first fish I hooked on when when y'all let us in there. That was probably my biggest fish of the two days. I saw him, never got a chance to land him. He uh, basically ran me through the trolling motor. It was done. But some of these fish were, were bending hooks. I mean, we're breaking off a lot. But it came down to one thing. Two things. We'll get into the bait after. But the one thing was, is the cast. You had to have a, even if it wasn't a perfect cast. because was having a hard time. Yeah, yeah, I saw him struggle a little we'll bit. Get, we'll get into that. We'll, too. we'll yeah. get we, we got a whole another day too to talk about, but it's the cast. If you could put it on the money, even if you did happen to catch a little bit of a branch, but that fish was in the water, they were hitting it right away. You have you have probably at max twelve inches in front of that mangrove line. If it's not twelve, 12 or less inches to it, then yeah, you're they're you're not too far away. They're not. They were literally tucked in there and. As we were fishing it, as we were fishing it, <laughs> you ain't said nothing yet. Anyway. Yeah, you ain't saying nothing yeah, anyway. Don't worry. I'm back. He's back. I never was, I guess. <laughs> uh, and as you fish it, you know, the tide coming in, that kind of helped you in some areas. But I know when we came in there the first day, those fish started to move a little bit. They actually came out of the mangrove. That's because the tide stopped. Yeah. By the end of the, the, end of the our catching. Which would you in the middle and the tide? Stopped. Would you have called that bite? Would you have said that bite was about two and a half, three hours of insane redfish bite, or would you bring it a little? Well, we were in there for an hour and over an hour before before we, before we called you in before like yeah. fine gentlemen. Yeah, like fine gentlemen, you were. 
And then you guys showed up when we continued. And then we showed up. <laughs> and then, and then, unfortunately, no you showed up with no trolling motor. Yeah. Hey, I got that drip good, though. Drip good, right? <laughs> He did. <laughs> he did. I had to yell. I'm like, turn the motor off. The other part is, is you were so close. We were so close together that it was almost impossible to land a 30 inch fish. Yeah, it's going all over the place. Well, you had an oyster bed to the right. It's only 30 feet in between the main river. It's not. It's yeah. not ideal. Uh, it, it wasn't, but sometimes but, it ain't no fun if your homeboys don't get some too. I don't know. We were having we we're having plenty of time. I know you guys are having a great time. time. Yeah. Do you want to know how this worked before you guys got there? There was a bunch of courtesy going on. It was just me and Justin. <laughs> we catch yeah. a fish. Courtesy. The one guy, the other guy lands it for you, you know, grabs a net, <clears throat> lands a fish. While I'm taking the fish off, he puts one on, and he would catch one, and then I would land his, and I'd put one on. It was just it was clockwork. Yeah. Oh, and no, I'm, I'm not joking. It went like that for an hour. Yeah. Every single bait for an yeah, hour. we did not take just a, like bait, that. a bait off. Ugh. They all got to eat. And then finally, and then finally, we were like, let's go Facebook Live, and they were like, okay, well, we'll have to wait a second so we can both cast at the same time, because... Doubles on cues wasn't a big deal. Yeah, but I mean, it, cool. we couldn't cast at the same time for that whole hour. Yeah, just just looking at my phone, waiting for it to ring. I thought y'all were slaying them. You said we were. You said you were catching. Listen, them. all right. So what y'all slaying were doing, or what y'all were doing, and what we were doing, slaying them is a little bit different. Now, were we on a heater? All right, let's say we were on a heater. Way. Look at it this way. We were generally probably what 100 yards away from each other, maybe 150. Technically. If you did not see us come back out of that place in an hour, what do you think's going on back there? Think we were making out or something? Well, no. Out? I mean, I don't know. Whoa. I've seen I've seen you take Halsey into the trees before. <laughs> things have happened. Speaking of that, we'll get into that a little later too. But uh, no, well, I when I first then when I started hearing you guys, but I'm not lying. I mean. Me, Jeff, and, and Mikael were on a, a pretty decent bite there. Now, we weren't grabbing a bait, and every time it touched the water, I mean, it flickered and hit the water, were we getting a bite like that spot? No, it wasn't like that. But, yeah, I would say we were getting a fish maybe every five to seven minutes, ten minutes, something like that. Quality fish. You get day, you get days like that, man. You got to go You gotta go the next day and try You got to. You got to do it. We, we, we did it to it. We did it almost around the same time last year at the playground with me, you, and Mick. I think we I hit it twice. I saw that today. That was uh, October 9th. October 9th. Oh, actually, exactly. so that those fish, 100%, the pattern of these fish are early. And I think one thing we're starting to see now is what well, we, we will get into it later. It, later in the show, we will talk about uh, the redfish closure and how it's actually working and, and what it's doing for the fishery. But we'll get into more of that. Uh, and also, we'll get back to the Calusa. We're going to give you guys some good tips on the bait to use coming up in these next couple months to catch these redfish uh, in our Calusa bait report coming up in the beginning of our next segment. But uh, this is brought to you by Casa de Monte Cristo and Fitzgerald Rods. We're going to take a real quick break. This is Flats Mafia Radio 102.5, The Bone. You're listening, you're listening to Flats Mafia, powered by Auto Styles and Oldsmar on 102.5, The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio 102.5, The Bone. We are back going into some serious heavy redfish talk, and we're going to give you your Calusa bait report um, right now. This week, should you be the one to give it, or should you yeah. let us do it? Why don't you let... Uh, All right, listen, I, listen, the more you guys want to talk, the better for me. So, have at it. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> Sit back, look. Hey. Eat a Snickers. Yeah. Take have at it, here, please. We'll, we'll tell him how, how it went on Saturday. Oh, yeah? Actually, I was on him a little bit because he was he was pretty negative right out of the gate. The first couple of casts, he's like, ah, 
I don't even know why I'm here. I'm not dealing with this. Oh gets... wait, wait, wait. We're talking about the size of the bait. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't mess with that stuff, man. Yeah, I don't mess with this. This is. This is where. This is where they all go. This must be where all the guys go, huh? What are they catching mackerel? This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, damn, that's 100 accurate, right? Yeah, something like, give it to me. Because look, the way I go, I, snapper. I don't. That's to catch snapper with this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't want to use a one eye hook or a one hook. I don't. I don't like it. If I can't use a two eye, you're not doing live bait right. And unless you don't have any other option, then it is what it is. But I know there's bigger bait around somewhere. Just need well, to get a little more homework done. Now listen. Now, there's bait there. Hey, that hey, bait... hey, hey, stop talking. This is our bait segment here. That's hey, right. I, I, if, now come Don't to... get all sensitive and start piping oh, in. Oh, Where's your mic? Man. Shut his mic off. Well, mine wasn't even plugged <laughs> Poppy, in. Poppy, so. turn my mic off. <laughs> um, so please, no, we please went, go ahead. We went after having some real small bait issues, there was a few good baits there. There was, Justin, be honest. All right, there's maybe three or four throw. Good baits there. They, you know it's there. It just wasn't balled up like you wanted it. There might be, if you had a good throw, there might be seven real baits you could put on a hook. Okay. Out yeah. of the 200 that you caught. Now, pinfish were there. Pinfish were Which fun. turned out to be really good. But we got a tip from last year. Let's go to the North Bar. We went there, and the bait was better, man. It was way better. I mean, but but to come, but to, at the end of the day, yeah. He caught bigger greenbacks, but that wasn't the key. The key was the well, pinfish. There was a key in the first day. It was a key when we were at a different spot, spot on a flat. Once you that were, tide had flipped and gone out. And honestly, when we were catching some of those fish at the second spot with those big greenbacks, I don't know what y'all were doing, but it wasn't fishing. They're just hanging out. Yeah, chilling. Exhausted. Oh, by then, yeah, bro. I caught a cramp at that second spot. I had a cramp in my arm. Fifteen minutes. Solid wet pelican just stopped. Yeah. So the key is. Uh, when you're fishing the high water, it's hard to get the baits underneath. It's real high water. It's Super hard to get the baits to stay underneath there. These fish could be 10 feet back. You need to catch their eye. But pinfish are the only things working under that, that high never, water under a tree, too. Yeah, because the way that I hook them, and I'm not saying this is the only way to hook them, but I like hooking them in the back towards the tail back because the they tail. swim down. Now, as soon as they this, hit the water. I had this conversation with Troy, 16 redfish in. I said, hey, uh. Can you not hook him in the head, man? Oh, it's just tough to watch. You're not catching any. And we was throwing them, and he was throwing them, and they were just like not going. It's even harder to throw. Flat, yeah, you know. And I'm like, dude, this. And then he started started hooking them, and, and they caught a few. I, let me tell you something about that situation there. And it, it, it this is has to do with my uncle, who's an older person, and Troy being an older person now you that he's going to be old people are stubborn. Yeah, stubborn as hell. They're stuck to their old ways. Yeah. All right, my <laughs> uncle Mike will come in here and he he'll tell you right now. He will, I I had dinner with him on Monday night at Kobe's. He goes, "Hey Chuck, you want me to come in on your show and tell everybody what they need to use a quarter ounce red jig head with twenty pound <laughs> trilene with the swivel tied to it? He will swear that that's the that's the that's the ticket. That is his ticket. You know why? Because guess what? He was in Cocoa Beach last weekend and he caught the biggest snook of his life using cut bait, and that's what his go to is. <laughs> and I had to listen to him the entire show. I mean, the entire dinner, like Chuck. I'll come in there and I'll tell you. I'll tell. I'll go on the show and tell them what they need to use. I'm coming out with my own jig head. I'm like, oh god. And for to watch it with Troy on day two, I don't understand why you would hook him in the head though. Anyway, I don't either. But I, he said that's how he hooks pinfish. Now I've never seen him hook pinfish because me and him don't use them. We don't normally use it. If we're using pinfish, we're cutting them. 
yeah. majority of the time. But yeah. that, that is the key right now. If you have high water, which we have, the greenbacks are not Pinfish. working underneath. Pinfish. Now, I, Pinfish I'll tell you this. Key. On day one, when me, Jeff, and Mikel went to this, the other spot, I was sp- split shot, six inches above the hook, the old Frankie Diaz, biting the tail off, and that worked in that area. That. I can see in that, in that area. Well, that, and now, that kept the greenback in the spot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, greenbacks, you throw them under there, they're trying to get out of there. Yeah. So, uh, if you're catching pinfish on the flat, keep 60, 70 of them. Because here's the other thing that people always do, and it annoys me. You got 50, 60, 80 pinfish in there, ready to go, and they're throwing the same pinfish 10 times. The thing's barely moving. Yeah. Like, how many times do you get hit? When that you the first two casts are the best two casts with a pinfish. Absolutely. When they're going, did it, well, did it, did it, did it, did tell it, them what a pinfish. Yeah, that's what a you want. When you're hooking them, if they're not, if they're not vibrating and going crazy, throw them out. Yeah, if your rod tip's not dancing, you know, and that's the thing. They start floating in the tide, and they just it's a waste of time. Get your fresh one, throw it under there. It's okay if you get caught in in the mangroves. It's gonna happen. But if you can get one out of four casts inside there, you're, it's automatic. Yeah, it's automatic. So give them that. Give them that. Tim Whitfield, bait report. Who was it? He gave it to you. He said, go where you normally catch redfish. They're there. <laughs> He's right. Spot on. Yeah. Because when me and Justin went to that spot back there, there wasn't any uh, – nobody called us, told us to go back there. We just said, look, there's a lot of high water. Fish are probably back there. Let's go. You know what? Uh, didn't it come up on your thing from four years ago, too? On your little flat Yeah, yeah the blue back, one. That was back with a makeup. Cut, we did a very cozy cut pants. Yeah. Yeah, same place. Wow. Yeah. So they come back to the same what they call well, it? When cyclical. That, yeah, well when that you will. when that tide's high. They're I mean, there. and that water's high. Right. That on the way here, when you make that little curve after you pass that little pond on West Shore, you looked at that canal and that water was almost over the the yeah. Yeah. over the seawall. You know, but looking at that tide, Usually obviously I hate high water. Yeah, and he didn't he yeah, didn't want nothing like to do with it. No, I don't. And it worked out in our favor. He didn't want nothing to do Which with it. Which is still crazy, though. I don't know. Have you, have you thought about what them fish are going to do when that when that water's gone from there? All those fish, where they're going to be? I know where they're going to be. They're going to be right outside on an oyster bed, the same flat you're fishing out in yep. the, out in the yeah. front of it. Which, well, we crushed them on my birthday when we after that volleyball tournament. Literally, and that was, I mean, obviously it was a different time. That was I'll March. i tell you what, they're going to be loaded there. Yeah. All you got to do is get on that flat. Just go to that flat, sit there, and throw chunk bait out. You'll find them, or you'll see them. That's what we used to do. You so sit right to, in the middle, not even fish the mangrove line. It was hard to go in there. What, what we used to do if there was just regular water or low water, you'd have to go in there and chum and chum and chum and wait like 20 or 30 minutes and then just kind of see where they drifted up. And then, oh, there's a blow up over there. And then that's where you'd have to, you know, relocate to. But. Yeah. And you know it's crazy before you guys really before you guys went live or anything, me, we're out there and the same baits that y'all were just complaining about the little tiny which majority of them were almost the actual thread fins. But since we kept all the small bait in that back well, that's what we were chumming with, and we start chumming heavy, and these fish are starting to blow up way out from the mangrove lines halfway between us and the boat, and we're like, oh, these are jacks. The jacks are here. And sure enough, they start flipping them where they the baits are at. And it was the redfish on a higher tide already pushed out. And we were catching redfish one after another with just having that chum. So now 
that bait's not good to fish with. Obviously, you can't put that bait on the hook. But if you have a boat set up where you have a live well where you could keep that bait to chum with, just to chum with, yeah, it don't hurt. I used to do it. It don't hurt. It's, it yeah, makes a mess of your life. That's well. all you can catch. You go ahead and keep it. But <laughs> I just got a comment. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you. You say whatever you want. Day two, yeah, I, I I hunkered down and threw that heavy 12 foot net over and over, and we had plenty of bait. We didn't run out of greenbacks, and we damn sure didn't run out of pinfish. Well, we know that. But yeah, this 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 guy here, Curtis, said cut the dorsal fin and the tail. I've actually, so, I've never heard the, all right, I'm going to tell you this right now. I fished with Ryan Harrington a couple weeks back, Labor Day. Yeah. I saw Ryan Harrington take his pinfish, cut all the dorsal fins off, cut all the bottom fins just off. vibration only. Yeah, and just cut a little bit of the tail, and that's what we were throwing out there. Swimming nowhere. It working. And it worked, yeah. We were out there, you know. Uh, we did miss it. You could tell when you would fire one in there, if it was a little bit bigger pinfish, you get thump, and then you either feel another one, because, yeah, there's 40, 50 fish in there. So you get thump, and you'd be like, oh, well, he dropped it. And we think that he came back and got it. It's another it's another fish. Yeah. Well, that's a little bigger that can eat it. Well, I think that's why there was some eating off the mangrove, too, because the mangrove line, especially the one we were on, was so packed with fish in there. There's no other For them to no go, more room. they push out a little bit. So, yeah, that's why they're out in the middle. I'll tell you, day two, let me tell you what I did day two. Day two, where we were set up at, I would throw my bait in there, and leave my bait bail open and keep my finger on the line like we would do if we were tarpon fishing at the bridge. That's what and, it was. That's and literally what it was. just fill them, just take off. We're all doing that. Yeah. 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 You have to, otherwise your bait floats at the top. Yeah. Well, you want them to swim in more. Yeah, too. Current's ripping in there. So, but that's a, fun, that's a fun way to fish them because you throw your bait in there, leave your bail open. Oh, you already know. He's on. He already ate it and he's swimming away with it. So it's like when you started getting a little cocky and doing a couple of, oh, a little I did that a few times. Yeah, you did. I, saw, I watched hey, every one of them. Backhand, and I just look at you. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, there he is." Yeah, and I just. Well, you can't always do that. So when you can't no. do that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you enjoy. enjoy. You enjoy. It. And that is combat fishing. You got to have a. You need a. You need a stout rod. Uh, yeah. If you're gonna fish so the trees, the first day, I use nothing but that all-purpose rod. Same here on our boat. I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I, I did. Thought, I had. The, I, I had the, meat cleaver. Well, What's the actual name of it? It's called Aqua Dream, ain't it? It's Aqua Dream. Yeah, it was gonna break. I thought it was gonna break. I mean, you saw what I did. Yeah, but you can't break it. No, but that that's the beauty of it. I wanted them to, I told Jeff to take pictures of it. When that rod is bent over and you're putting all the heat on it, that is a sexy looking rod when it's bent you over. Can almost, like, you can almost touch yourself with the end of the yeah. rod if you turn the right way. It was wild. But tell me, Jeff, was it, it not it, a game changer when you went to the meat cleaver? Yeah. It was an absolute game changer. Oh, no, that was way better. 100%. Yeah. You didn't have to worry about that's why I called it. I gave it another nickname because when I first used it, I called it the meat cleaver because I didn't have any problems pulling fish well, out of the trees. We're talking about the Fitzgerald rod. Aqua Dream. Aqua Dream series. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So when you, I mean, it's also a good dead stick rod too. Yeah. Absolutely. But you got to have but both we're of them. Too, we're saying, we've said this in previous shows, when you hook that fish in the front of the boat, you can waste your time like Mick was doing. Mick's trying to reel and he's trying to get the fish out of the tree, but he's trying to reel and do it. Yeah, this you as the drag's pulling, he's reeling. That's the that's hundred percent wrong. As many times as he's been fishing with you, I, mean, I haven't even. I've never. I have never seen Mick use that reel. I've seen that rod before, but I'm pretty sure he, he had, had a old stratic. A he stratic. had a stratic from 1996. Yeah, I got well, some. I, was, I got some of those. Yeah, I'm expecting a little improvement from time to time. Well, it, it's well look, tell, tell him again. What do you do when you hook one underneath the tree? 
you, and you're in the front of the boat. And you're in the front of the boat. You put that rod completely sideways, and you use your body to pull the fish out of the trees, and you walk to the back of the boat while you're reeling. Once that fish is out, you can gain what you need to gain on the on the reel, and you can get back up to the front of the boat. Yeah. But Once that's how you tree, take a tank out of the trees. Then you, you're not going to take it any other way. Then your boy can cast. Once the tank's out of the tree. Yeah, once the tank's out of the tree, green light, let you it got, rip. You got about... 30 seconds before you to get that double or you got to grab a net. Yeah. Yeah. Net duty. Yeah. Net duty. Uh, doesn't always happen like that, but I'm glad it did. No, it didn't. Uh, you got you got to enjoy them days. They don't happen. All. No, you don't. And, and and you know, I'm glad we didn't mess y'all up on day 1 and day 2 we had a we knew we were all going to be in there and actually everyone I'm going to tell you I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Day 2, I was a little I had a little I was fatigued. A little bit. No. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah. We're sleeping on his deck for about Well, because you know why? You know what I was doing on the front of my deck? On the front of the, his deck? Relaxing? No. Mentally preparing myself for what I knew was going to happen. Because I could tell you this. Even if it was 10% of the bite. Throwing the, throwing the cast net out. No, nah, you know, I was taking care of some emails and stuff. And, you know, I knew you guys were going to be chasing you those tarpon. I've chased... Those tarpon for five days straight, and and they don't buy. I was sending some uh, my captain info and uh, my insurance (laughs) info to a tournament that I'm fishing for for the veterans October 10th over at the Salty Shamrock. Sounds legit anyway. Yeah, it is. So I was taking care of that. But meanwhile, I was watching Jeff and then him watch y'all. And yeah, the tarpon were rolling everywhere, but I haven't seen the tarpon eat in like a month and a half. They haven't. You know what? I must be old, like you say. I am. Because I'm stubborn. I'm going to keep going back. I'm going to make them eat. I'm going to figure it out. I know. I mean, Until I quit seeing them, I'm going to keep going. Oh, no. I know. But you, you know, gonna make the only way you're going to make them eat is with finger mullet. That's what I'm saying. I'll, well, I'll I, figure out what they're eating. I'll go, go there in there with jumbo shrimp. In the river. Yeah. Or finger mullet. Well, finger no, mullet I'll, and I'll, they I'll, eat the shiners. I'll take my butt over to that shoreline, and I'll throw the cast down on whatever's there. If it's little tiger chubs. Oh, the tiger chubs. Chubs. Whatever is in that tiger area. chubs. There's a blast from the past. And the creek shows that there, yeah. that's a re- reliable bait hat, too. So I'll figure out a way to make a meet at some point. That's a reliable bait. Disappear. All right, we're gonna take a real quick break. This is this is great. You know, I love it when when we have days like this because it just makes this show that much better. So we're gonna take a real quick break. This is brought to you by Fish Gerald Rods and Calusa Castnets. This is Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. We will be back shortly. You're listening to Flats Mafia, powered by Auto Styles and Oldsmar on 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to Flats Mafia, powered by Auto Styles and Oldsmar on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome back, Flats Mafia Radio 102.5 The Bone. Uh, I know we've been going back and forth on this Redfish talk. Just to sum up the last segment, pinfish, you want to keep them. Keep them, hook them in the tail, try it out. Don't throw your pinfish out because it was actually our choice bait for this week and our success this week. So to wrap things up, that was our Calusa bait report. Choice baits. Choice baits. And they go in the front well. That's a grand they go, they, go, they go in the front well. Choice baits go in the front well. Oh, my choice baits go in the front well. Oh, yeah. I said it to you like, duh. Duh. Well, this guy doesn't have look, a front hey, well. They're, they're with the mullet too now. <coughs> when we're on the flat over there. Every time we saw a mullet, threw him in there, we caught one. There it is. There it is. Brought to you by Calusa Castnets. Now, Dad, you got an event coming up here on the 17th of October. October 17th. 
Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I'm sure Jeff and Justin will be there since they can go to everything now. Yeah, they're they're yeah they're slowly they going can go to, to anything you know. So October seventeenth, Tampa Bay Sporting Place. Has West Coast donated anything for that event yet? Uh, they're supposed to bring boats, I believe. Have they donated anything? No, I don't need to. Maybe we get them to donate something. We don't need nothing to donate for them, but you know they throw. A... <laughs> what do you want, bro? <laughs> what do you want? I can't win nothing. I'm the host. I'm, I'm, I'm the MC. I can't. I can't. I'm not even shooting. How about y'all just do a team? Take your employees and, and let them. Let them come yes. out and shoot. And that is great. Fun. Bring your employee. I want to see Harry shoot something. Right <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going if he's got a gun. Yeah, I if he's either. drinking, no, I probably can't, can't drink. You can't drink until after. Till after. Till it's over? Yeah. Well, yeah. you couldn't hit water yeah, if he right. fell out of a boat. <laughs> oh, hey. yeah, but it's a little We're different than a handgun. Here. Can you chill out a <laughs> It's a little yeah. different than a handgun and a shotgun, okay? I don't think you're dancing with a shotgun, right? No, but it's a good thing for you. Take your employees and yeah, give them a I, day That's a them, perfect you know? day for West Coast. I want you guys to build that up. Have a meeting on Friday. October 17th. Tampa Bay Sporting Clays. It's I'll perfect. You, I'll get you more info. If anybody else out there needs more info, just get a hold of me on uh, any of our social media. Or call platforms. him at. Nobody listens. Nobody writes down the number. Why do you always do that? <laughs> I just want to put your number on the radio. Just go to Flash Mafia. And I just want. I just want one of the bone listeners to call you. Hey, are you dead? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get out of dead. Give him my number. <laughs> <laughs> my number's on the website too. You keep doing that old man noise, and I don't like it. <laughs> you know the bones got some crazy no, if listeners. Any, if anybody's offended by that old man noise, I'm sure I can take them. <laughs> they're, they're gonna be slightly older than me, and I just kick a hip out. They're done. Oh God, they might have a hip out already. Yeah. Well, what about this home assassin thing? All right, so I guess now you're officially off. It's sure. coming up the weekend of the of the 25th. Well, actually, it's it's actually next weekend, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So we're leaving Friday, going to the captain's meeting. Captain's meeting's Friday, and then I heard it's grouper, redfish, and trout. You said you got two of them. We'll let them give us a couple numbers to try to get a grouper. Hey, so. Big Bob and Steve, I need a place to stay. We need a place to stay. Yeah, help us out. Twelve pitch. See if uh, see if we can stay at the listen. I, I party I, house. I, I, I ain't got no yeah. grouper for you. No grouper. Redfish is my thing. All right, well let's just book that. We're going down. We got a Flats Mafia team. Might have one. Might have two boats. Not sure. Might just put everybody on one. It might be fun. Uh, no matter you're what, right, if you're on you. Jeff's boat, it's always yeah, the fun yeah. boat. And I think we should do Jeff boats because we could keep him up there, up top, and then he feels just like right at home all cool. by himself. Uh, <laughs> any, any other uh, tournaments? To uh, no, in? but we ta- um, actually, there's no point of even talking about it right now. This is a pre-recorded show, and it will, will yeah, already have happened. happened. Yes. yes. Very good. Yes. So, all right. moving forward with that. We will actually have a Flats Mafia team in Home Assassin. We haven't fished a tournament as Flats Mafia in a long time. So, looking forward to that. Maybe we could use this 27. If we're going to have a... we we got to get a redfish, though. you going to do that with a 27? No problem? Uh-huh. Well, Let's just see the look he gave me on yeah. radio, folks. Yeah, he just gave... He looked like the rock. He looked like the swollen rock. Gave yeah. me the eyebrows. That's true. <laughs> swollen rock. What'd I say? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Rock. Did I say that? No, no, I'm laughing at it. It's funny. <laughs> I know. Yeah, two claps. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was a good one. Ah, no problem. No problem. Just here for your entertainment. Uh, other than that, there's a lot of other things coming up. I know you were talking about uh, 
got the boat show. You got the That's boat show. Let's talk to. about a little bit about the boat show. Tell us about it. Well, Give us some info with a little bit of enthusiasm behind it. What day is it? When's it at? What's it coming? It's the what first are you gonna weekend happen? in October, second through, second through the fourth. Second through the fourth. We're in the second same spot the we were of the last uh, fairground show. Fairground show is the only thing going on, I think, besides maybe one or two others. Fort Lauderdale is going on. That's why these these fairground shows are turning out to be pretty good because there is no other show, and there's not really much inventory. And out there's there. no inventory. You know, um, we're still able to get the Blazers at a pretty good clip if you order one. Um, stock numbers are. I mean, are you gonna have? A, are you gonna have a, a large selection? Uh, we're gonna have um, a beautiful seafoam green. We're gonna have green. two boat. Sea what? God bless you. What'd you say? Sea what? Seafoam green. Oh, seafoam. What is? Oh, you said something else. Uh, no, we're, we're, we said we're gonna have two. <laughs> see what I did there? We're gonna have two brands there. You see what I did there? No. Um, you said seafoam. You guys are so preoccupied. Well, we got talk Jeff about over the brands. Here. We got some. Don't yes, worry about him. Yes, we got Blazer, of course. <laughs> we're gonna have several Blazers, including a twenty-seven, and a couple other boats, and then we're gonna have a new brand that we're picking up. Okay, as well. We'll, we'll see when it gets here. Oh, yeah. new brand, huh? Yeah. Details to come. Details to come on that, but yeah, it's uh, you know still happening. It was a great show last time. I think it'll be a good show this time. Looking forward to that, you know. Looking forward to you're that. gonna be there. Right? I will be there. Cause yes, we're gonna need help because I'm, I'm, I'm not. Gonna. You're not gonna be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll tell everybody how great the Blazers are. Especially what day are we gonna be here drink a beer? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, 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 right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. we we perform. Better. You guys gotta be there all three days. All three days. Yeah, drink beer. Three days. You can drink beer. Well, you're on break. All right. Well. Good thing, right. good thing uh, none of us smoke cigarettes, so we have beer breaks every 15 minutes. Believe it! But yes, we will all be there. Well, minus me, but everybody else is going to be there. Well, the Hoss won't be there, so if you see another big guy there, just know it's not the Hoss. It's no, me. It's the, it's the bearded one. <laughs> yeah, it's the bearded one. Um, I will be there. Uh, and that was... Oh, our, actually, and there's and, a new ooh, and. laser that's we're thinking going to be there. Is, that is she going to be up? there? It's supposed to be there. Yeah, are you talking about the two four zero zero? Yeah, the two twenty four forty. Is it twenty four forty? Actually, That's what it's, they're it's the twenty four forty platinum, from what I heard. Oh, okay. anytime you put platinum on anything, it sounds great. Inexpensive, right? Yeah. Well, it don't matter. I heard. I was talking with uh, Scott the other day, and he was he was excited about it. And I'm curious to see what it looks like because you know I'm Me a big too. fan of the twenty four hundred because you know of of the type of. <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm looking at your hair because <laughs> you have none in that video. No, I don't. But now it's so long. Bring it back. So, the 2400 finished Whoa. deck. Finished deck. I'm curious to see how that's going to look like. We already it know. Like a finished deck. It's, it's going to look nice. nice. It's going to be real nice. It should be nice. It'll be 2700-esque. Yeah. It'll be a lot similar to that. But maybe it gives the, you a reason to come out and look. Yeah. Got brand new. New things going on. Brand new. You got, you got the, the, the 2400, 2440 platinum. Blazer Bay, and then a new surprise that's going to happen that that weekend yeah, as well. Brain. So there's a lot of things happening with West Coast that's just going to oh, make you want to come out. There will be a 2400 black with a tower, old school, oh, with the old school deck with the splatter deck. Yeah, I, I am not. I am a fan of the splatter. What about the tower? You want a tower? Uh, no, I, I'm not going to do the tower. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to do the tower. You know why? Because uh, I like to cut through the bridges. 
You know, that's and it's Absolutely. it sucked having to go around. I, I like to cut to the bridges. I don't even have a tower and I had to go around. Yeah. Yep. You know, I and, and believe it or not, Bridge it's as high as a T top. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, I'm just clumsy, so coming up and down the tower. When when you live in Tampa where we're at, it it's nice to go through all three bridges. Yeah. I mean it, it, it literally can save you accumulated time an hour, possibly, of running. Well done. You like that? You like how I use that word? Not really, but it, it worked all right. It worked all right. I mean, what I wanted to ask y'all, this is a fishing question. <laughs> oh, is, it? You, is this closure working? I think Excuse so. Excuse me? What'd you say? You heard me. Is the closure working? I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I 100%. And, you know, it's funny. Is I talked to a client that I had today that was thinking about, you know, he's a financial advisor, so he takes his clients out. And I took them out. Similar to the same area where we were at. But how oh, you got no no no. Believe it or not, you know where we were fishing first and when y'all went in, yeah, I went around the corner. You know how it gets son deep a, in there. Son of a fish so I'm fishing there and he says What was this? This was Today. last year. No, this was last year. Oh last year. <laughs> this was last year. Okay, good. It was it was actually a little cold too, so I was using shrimp. Carry on. But we were catching smaller redfish. Okay. And do you guys know how fast a redfish grows? Uh no, I'm not necessarily. I, I haven't. It's saved, it's, and we we've said it before on radio, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember each either. Every year, six months. Uh, I think it's quicker than that. I it's, think it's they, a little uh, more than that. Yeah, yeah, I think they grow a little. But we were having this conversation talking about the fish we were catching because you know we're catching a lot of rat reds that were between 17, 18 inches. Right. And I'm almost thinking that could those fish have grown that quick? But either way, the closure's working. Is it back to where it was? No. Should we still keep it closed? That, that's my next question. Listen, do you open it up? Listen, next year. Is it back to where it was? You gotta talk. I mean, and people are gonna take this the wrong way, but whatever. I don't. I don't fish for a living no more. So, I think it depends on who you're asking. Okay. Don't you agree? I, it could. That answer could change a lot. Yes. Because if you only, if you were a fishing guy or whatever, <laughs> and you only targeted redfish once every two or three months, how the hell do you know how it was? Well. I'm speak. I'm when I speak when I when I say how what? it was. What? Okay, how it was. You want to know how, how I think it's getting back to where it was because you could go in the spots if you were red fishing three or four years ago, five years ago, six and years still ago, catch redfish. And now show up and expect to at least catch a few in mullet on a bar on the right tide. Whereas the past few years you'd go there, catch nothing but strike out or catch nothing but dink snook. Yeah, and that's that's changing. Do you notice the snook numbers? I mean, we were we were throwing pinfish. We caught a few snuck. I didn't. It seems to me like it's you're not gonna get pins out. back where we were at. You're not. I mean, you're not gonna get snook back there. There's there's gonna be some, but I just want to tell you this, you guys. I've caught a lot of snook, a lot of snook, where they were fishing first before all that weird yes. deformation back in there that's going on. I don't know if that's it's new just, growth or old just, growth. Yeah, mangroves just got bigger. That's no, all. it didn't get bigger. I think it got cut out or something. Do you see where you guys were just in that little corner by the oyster bed? Yeah. That's totally different than it used to be. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. I don't know if they got I, a disease. I don't know what happened to y'all on day two, but y'all were too bougie to fish the boat ramp. And if you would have saw the snook I hooked that came out of the water, Jeff got to see it. <laughs> I swear to God, it was the biggest snook I ever hooked in my it life, bro. It came oh. out of the water, bro. I didn't think big snook. And no, I didn't either. But this one did. You know why? Oh, Tight drag. When he hit the pinfish, he came flying out. Oh, yeah, he came straight up. Yeah, he came up. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was like Jaws. 
Yeah, it was like, you know, full breach. It was he awesome. Hit the damn pelican. That's the way you have to. Yeah, he almost, like, the pelican flipped up like this frontwards. So that was pretty cool. I don't know why y'all didn't fish it because they were on fire that day. But because it's just like when we're fishing that same spot. <laughs> Here we go. There's too many, there's too many butts in the kitchen, bro. All right. Well, let's just right. sum up this. Quick question. Does there do you want to keep should you keep redfish open? Should you open redfish when it comes? Yes or no? That's in May, right? Um, it would be May 21. Yes. If all I got is a yes or no, I'm gonna say no. Okay, yes or no. For the um, record, I want a season. If you open it, I want a season for them. Not open all year long. No, I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, but I want some tags for some redfish tournaments that you can transport them live. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I, no, keep it closed. I, I say keep it closed one more year. Keep it closed one more year. And if it does come back, it needs to be on a season just like the snook is. I'm pretty sure nobody's uh, starving because they weren't able to. Keep no, it. but you I have these last people. Year, last year as well. I think we're okay to open snook. Last year, this year, I thought we were okay. Well, yeah. The seasons on snook are so short. Yeah. Right. Well, and, that's and why the, they did and it. Your, and your margin is what? It's, four it's tiny. Like that, so yeah. Yeah. Well, so there are a lot of slot fish around. There are a lot of slot fish, a lot of big fish. I mean, snook's okay, but you know what? What does it hurt our fishery to close it one more year? So what? You can't keep you can't keep snook and redfish for another year. It's only going to make fishing that much better, and you still don't know. What's going to happen with a red tide or anything else that could affect it leading up to that? So, you know, I, I'm sure it's a discussion that could go either way. So I cringe every time I see a Louisiana post with 20 redfish on it. Yeah, me sitting too. on the deck. It makes me cringe. And they have the fishery for it. Yeah. It just or 60 trout. Yeah. What are you going to do with 60 trout? I don't know. I mean, how uh, many majority people of the time those are clients that, that flew in there. They're, they're not. They're not. Yeah. Eating all them fish. Right yeah. There, what so. are you really doing? Uh, that's another discussion. Another discussion for a later time. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I enjoyed the show with you all today. And I hope everybody has an awesome Sunday. And uh, this is brought to you by Calusa Castnet, Scott and Monte Cristo, and Fitzgerald Rods. And our buddies at Real Deal Outdoors. Y'all have a wonderful Sunday. Go Bucks. We are out of here. Two fingers. You're listening to Flats Mafia, powered by Auto Styles and Oldsmar on 102.5 The Bone.